0: Are you among the thousands enjoying Resurrection Media's possession? You can help us keep making more terrific shows like this one by doing two things. Take a moment to like our podcast and then be sure to leave a review. Likes and reviews go a long way towards helping more fans like you to find our podcast. This simple task ensures that we can continue to tell great stories like the one you're listening to now. So please take a moment to like our podcast and leave a review. Thank you for your support. And now back to Remember Me. From Air Candy Podcasts,
1: you're listening to Resurrection Media's Possession.
2: Hi, I'm your host, Vishesh Chatra, with our presentation of a story about murder, a debt to be paid, and Possession. Here again is Jefina K with episode five, act one of Remember Me.
1: At first, the DA's office kept the murder weapon under wraps. We'd made several attempts to obtain the information from them, and that led us nowhere. Then, a week after our last attempt, we got what we were looking for on the local evening news. Can you believe they waited to leak it on the news? Darn them. It was reported that a forensics team had determined Chris had killed Michaela with his bare hands. Counselor Williams, we can't be sure who leaked it. It was the DA's office, I'm certain of it. And here's why. They wanna control the flow of information, the narrative. They now know what we know about what Michaela did to Mr. Bugs, And they wanna make sure her cruelty and a possible second suspect doesn't overshadow their case. Michaela's face was unrecognizable. They originally assumed it was a hammer or even a shoe that had done that to her. Imagine the kind of rage a person must feel to deliver that kind of damage with their bare hands. That's what they want on the public's mind. We knew of one person who might feel that level of rage, but of course, he was dead. We decided to focus on the writing on the wall. It had been determined by forensics that the writing was indeed in blood. I raised the question with 88 Tara Richardson as to why Chris would write these words, remember me. My hope was to coerce her into considering another possibility. I see where you're going with this But you
3: need to consider that Chris and Michaela obviously had one doozy of a fight that night. Campus security will testify they saw it starting right there on the street when they warned him about the open container. We have no idea what went on between him and Michaela after that. There are no cameras in the dorms. What we do know is that whatever went on between them, it enraged him. Perhaps Michaela had had enough of the long distance relationship and Chris refused to accept that it was
1: over. Okay, so she broke up with him. But it's obvious that the level of rage the murderer exhibited that night was for something far more than a teenage breakup. And why? Remember me.
3: We don't know Chris, but we know his type. Star athlete, used to getting his way. The Chrises of the world are catered to by practically everyone around them. Then all of a sudden, this one person, Michaela, won't let him have his way. And no matter how he tries to bully her out of it, for once, she's standing up to him, determined to
1: move on with her life. And that enraged him. Everyone we've spoken with, including Michaela's own mother, says Chris was mild-mannered.
3: I bet you there's someone out there who's seen another side of Chris. A person capable of that level of rage can't hide it from everyone.
1: Why is possession so hard for you to accept? Michaela did something horrible to this man, this Mr. Bubbs. She wounded him emotionally and the hurt was so bad, he left town. But the humiliation of what she did to him stayed with him. And over the years it festered until on the day he died he could finally do something about it. He could finally get his revenge from beyond the grave. That spirit, that energy survived just long enough to find Michaela, And just to make sure she knew who was doing this to her, after pummeling her face until it was nothing more than bloody mincemeat, he wrote on the wall in her own blood, remember me? That makes sense.
3: To you, maybe. But to most of us, that is impossible. And if the defense attorney presents that as their defense at trial, (laughs) she'll be doing me a
1: favor. I couldn't help but feel sorry for Chris. He was a good kid, a good boyfriend. And while possession is hard to prove, I felt we couldn't abandon him. He didn't deserve what ADA Richardson with her closed mind was doing to him he didn't deserve to spend the rest of his life in jail for a crime he more than likely did not commit. Right then, I knew we needed to do what we could to sway this case away from Chris, and in a direction that, despite how improbable, made the most, dare I say, logical sense. And then, this came in on a recorded line. Hello? Who is this? He's coming for me. Please, send the police. Now! Who is this? It's me, Sherry. Listen, you gotta hurry. Please, he's coming for me. Just like he came for Michaela. Who's coming for you? Mr. Bubs. It's Mr. Bubs. Oh my god. No! No! He's inside! He's in the house! (laughs) Help (laughs) me!
0: Do you enjoy comedy and horror? I know I do. Coming from Resurrected Media, the Resurrection Podcast, where we combine very funny comedians with very serious horror aficionados. The result is hilarious and horrific, or hilarific Tune into the Resurrection Podcast coming soon wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to Remember Me. From Air
1: Candy Podcasts, you're listening to Resurrection Media's Possession.
2: A murder, cryptic writing on the wall. Meanwhile, Michaela's DNA was found under Chris's fingernails. Was this the final nail in his coffin? Or was Mr. Bubbs just beginning his murderous rampage? Once again, here's Jeffena Kaye with the conclusion of Remember Me, episode five.
1: The alarming call we received from Sherry spurred us into action. We called the police and then we also called a local private security firm in Bridgeport whom we thought could get out there faster. I tried calling Sherry back several times, but it went straight to voicemail. I hadn't thought about Mr. Bub seeking revenge on Sherry and Bridget, but the truth is they were both there with Michaela when she did her horrible deed. It was then I realized If Sherry was in danger, Bridget may be in danger as well. Hello? Bridget, this is Jafina Kay from Resurrection Media's Possession. How are you this evening? I didn't want to falsely alarm her. I'm good, just chilling in my room with my roommate. (laughs) Why? So, you're in your dorm room right now? And not alone? Yeah, why, what's going on? It was then I told her of the alarming call I received from Sherry. Oh my God, is she all right? I told her to stay inside and that her roommate should stay inside as well. But if it were true that Mr. Bubs was back completing a revenge triangle, I didn't think there was much we could do to keep her safe. If his roaming spirit could find a subject to possess, he can most definitely murder again. While most cases of possession we hear about are of demonic possession, one of my favorites is a little known murder case where the murdered victim solved her own crime from beyond the grave. It was February of 1977 when Chicago native Teresita Bassa died after someone had committed a series of horrible acts to her. She was stabbed through her chest with a kitchen knife, then set on fire under a pile of burning clothes and a mattress. She was stripped of her clothes and posed to look as if she'd been raped, although medical officials determined she hadn't been. Then, in August of the same year, as the case was running cold, Chicago detectives were put in touch with Evanston, Illinois residents, Jose and Remedios Chua. Jose Chua, a doctor, told the police his wife had become possessed by someone claiming to be Teresita Bossa on three separate occasions. These possessions came complete with details on how Bossa was killed and by whom. The doctor told police he didn't know Bossa. He had never heard of her and was not aware of her murder until his wife's possession. Not wanting to look foolish or like a suspect, the doctor said he had waited to talk to police, thinking he could avoid having to explain his strange story. But after his wife's continual insistence, he gave in. It was his wife's strange story told from beyond the grave that eventually solved the bossa murder. We waited several hours for word on Sherry. It was a very nervous time that took me back to that first night when all the students, locked in their dorm rooms, were wondering, would there be more murders? And then finally, around 2 AM, a call came in from our contact in Bridgeport.
0: Hey Kay, I'm calling to let you know, the girl is safe.
1: She is? Thank goodness. But it's so good to hear. What happened? Was it...
0: Nah, nothing like that. Turns out, it was a teenage prank. Some kid read a piece on a horror blog about Chris McKenzie being possessed by the spirit of Mr. Bubbs This idiot found out who Sherry was, where she lived, and decided to have a little fun at her expense. He got a group of his friends together to scare the crap out of her. We caught them in the act tell them for the police, who in turn released the little jerks into their parents' custody.
1: Sherry not being in danger was good news, and I was sure Bridget would be pleased to hear it. Still, I couldn't help but wonder, suppose Mr. Bubbs really did want to kill them all? If that were true, we could be looking at a bloodbath.
2: Did the mysterious Mr. Bubbs really return from the grave to carry out his revenge? And now that he'd murdered Michaela, was she just the first of a murderous rampage? Chris McKenzie's trial was fast approaching. The Devil Made Me Do It defense had never succeeded at a trial in the past. Could attorney Linda Williams mount a defense convincing enough to save Chris from the death penalty? All this and more of our paranormal mystery fans can't get enough of on the next Possession.
0: Are you among the thousands enjoying Resurrection Media's Possession? You can help us keep making more terrific shows like this one by doing two things. Take a moment to like our podcast and then be sure to leave a review. Likes and reviews go a long way towards helping more fans like you to find our podcast. This simple task ensures that we can continue to tell great stories like the one you're listening to now. So please, take a moment to like our podcast and leave a review. Thank you for your support. And now back to Remember Me.
2: You've been listening to Resurrection Media's Possession. A production of Air Candy Podcast and Resurrection Media. Possession stars me, Vishesh Chatra and Jafina K. It's produced by Bruce Jones, Eric Van Lo, and S.K. Dane. It's directed by Bruce Jones with original music by Matt Silverman. Our series is executive produced by Tim Hightower and John Moriarty. Resurrection Media's Possession is a fiction podcast based on true events. For a complete cast list, go to resurrection-media.com.